What kind of power? Who who, who has the power? I have the power. I was listening to a couple. Of <laughs> All right, topic over. <laughs> <laughs> little bit. Satan. <laughs> I, I stopped drinking and eating so much over the past week. So things have, uh, that's the thing that my wife hates that I can just immediately start running and stop drinking and eating so much. And all of a sudden I, I lose like five or 10 pounds of fat. And she's like, that is not fair. I've Man. had somebody at, at church on Sunday be like, Jeff, Lost a few pounds. I'm like, dang, it's happening that fast. I can see your chin, Jeff. In Jesus' name, amen. Hmm. Because I prayed for my health. Did you? So blessed. Why were you moving your tongue like that? (laughs) I'm goading Scott. I just want to get back to the conversation. Just because I listened to the the past podcast on prayer. I I prayed for my health. I went and ran and stopped eating and... Actually, it was the actions, or maybe the prayer put me in, in line with God. Who knows? Anyway. We'll never you, know. There's no way to know. No. You never know until, until you meet God. And God's like, Jeff, by the way, that July that you prayed for health and ran and ate and drank less, great job. I'm like, yeah, I want to give uh, Jeff the green light on that. <laughs> The green light. And so he, the, the dirty secret is you didn't actually have, since you prayed about it, you didn't have to start running and stop eating and drinking less. I could just sat on the couch. Because he was going to answer your prayer all the time, but God's like, no, he's got it. Mm. Looks like Jeff's taking it from here. Mm. That's theologically correct, right, Scott? Actually, I think that's where you put in Satan. All right. <laughs> yeah. How you guys doing? Uh, after that, I don't know. How, Zach? Just one potentially heretical comment, and then <laughs> Scott's <laughs> questioning everything. Why am I present? Why did I get here? Why did I rush, rush from God knows where to here? Scott, where to were you make today? It by 8 p.m. Where were yeah. you today? And you're dressed up very nice. <laughs> <laughs> dressed up. Oh, hey, shoot. Sorry, Scott. Is that got, formal? Scott's got... This is formal for Scott. Okay. Na- <laughs> is that navy blue or black? Faded black. black. Faded black. That is a sweet Quicksilver shirt. Faded black. I'm going to say Volcom. It's Volcom. Oh, sorry. Volcom. It's got the little Volcom. Oh, I missed the diamond. Yeah. He's got gray jeans on. Let's take some pictures of Scott right now. Jeez, why am I looking at Scott? I just did elevator eyes. Yeah, me too. He's manspreading. Sorry, sorry. He, I don't he's want conceptually to, uh, raping <laughs> the air. I don't want to. We'll um, edit that out. <laughs> I'll just turn that away from you. Uh, where is the... Oh, i got to find that one. Somebody oh. told me. I love the ongoing, uh, I'm going to edit that out thing. Yeah. <laughs> And I need that on the soundboard. 
It's nah. So I was at uh, no, I just went to Bible study. But real quick, you you have your gray Converse on. Oh yeah, to match the gray jeans with the dark shirt. And if you happen to have like a nice gray hat, Scott, I'm affirming you right now. You do have a nice face. If you were doing some ollies at uh, the skate park. Yeah, like the flips of the 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 ollies. Do you know the ollies? The ollies. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't Come even all down and do an ollie there. Let alone kickflip. Oh. But you look good. Oh, thank you. God <laughs> hates you. But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so how was the Bible study? It was good. It was good. What topic? Any focus? Um, Ephesians six oh, one through six. Love Ephesians. I love it. So, Bear what another's burdens. What does that look like? I mean, for you, for it, them, whatever. Well, uh, of course, it's going to take many forms. Um, but of course, <laughs> no. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, I think it starts with letting people know that you're you'll be there for them. You don't have to say it, but they know it. Yeah, somehow they know it. Um because you're there, you're hanging out and you're you you know maybe suggest that you are open to talking about things. Uh maybe you're proactive about sharing things that are a little bit uncomfortable. Um you know instead of just going into full born full blown uh, whatever, I mean uh confession time. Okay. Um so maybe making yourself a little bit vulnerable. Did you? Did I what? In this Bible study, did you get vulnerable? Or you oh, just... heck no. Oh, okay. <laughs> he does that here when he talks about God the God forbid I get authentic and genuine <laughs> within the Bible study. Well, no, it, it, it's, it's more of a someone's giving a Bible study. Okay. And then we can... A little know, bit of teaching. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, the problem... The problem... I have with Bible studies that go that way is that, so I require people to get a little skin in the game. And, um, and so you talk about a Bible study, depending on how that plays out, skin in the game, it could be the best Bible study ever. <laughs> uh, the burden, the burden part, like the application of, of that. And, and then, kind of thinking about and bringing up scenarios where, man, this is where I have been burdened and I really could use, you know, some, someone to, to carry that burden with me or, or help me just give that to, to God, let him carry that, like what Christ did on the cross, carry that burden. Yeah. That's, uh, that's just a personal preference for me. Yeah, there are different types of Bible studies. Um, there are different types of gatherings. Mm-hmm. Different um, types of shrimp. Scrimp. We got uh, scrimp kebab. That's scrimp, a s- scrimp and potatoes. Side note by Zach. We got barbecue scrimps. You got scrimps and sausage. You got Cajun scrimp. You got, uh, you got, I already said scrimp and potatoes, but it's my favorite. I love when they're in, they're got, like washing the, the floor in the bathroom with like toothbrushes or something. <laughs> and he's like, that's it. 
I hope you're all following at home there. <laughs> so using that voice, Scott, how many, what kind of Bible studies are there? Well, there's, um, there's the Bible study that Jeff mentioned where you get in front of each other and you tell each other your deepest, darkest secrets. Skin in the game. You put the skin in the game. Jeff, put the skin in the game right now. Yeah, it's about reciprocation. No, put the skin in the game right now. Depending on what kind of skin you put in the game right now, we'll reciprocate or not. <laughs> or not. That's So there's inductive Bible studies and deductive Bible studies. There's a exegetical, which might be inductive. There's topical. There's a anti-topical. Uh, there's subtopical. <laughs> Wait, whoa. There, whoa. Did you say uh, anti-topical? You never read that? Trend. There, there was no topic. So there, could I, be, there could be trans-topical. Trans-topical. Where you going with that? Yep. 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 There's a... There's a, a what we call. How long do we let him go? We call that uh, not in a race school. Uh, uh, it'll be uh, just more pejorative. So, folks, if you just join us, we're coming down from you from the bayou here in Louisiana. It's a fantastical. Uh, um, uh, what you call it? pejorative? Could be a pejorative. <laughs> pejorative moment. This is fantastic. Just everything involved. It's fantastic. Speaking of which, speaking of words, that I like ma- how you said that. that. Matter. <laughs> I, I like how you act like this is a radio show. If you're just joining us, <laughs> if you're just joining us, rewind. We should should have done that with Brandon or fast forward. We're joined by Brandon Andrus every five minutes on the minute. Every we're joined by Brandon Andrus. It's seventy-two degrees here. He's got it's... the book. <laughs> and then the end will come. His yeah. website is brandonandrus.com. Say the book title every <laughs> every single time. Every time. <laughs> But I did use a word in the Brandon Andrus one that uh, I use quotient instead of quota. And yeah. I didn't correct myself. And Scott was just subversively, I'm not sure how he would. Uh, was he dividing you divide that? <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you did. And it, it went unnoticed. So I, I want to give you credit. interrupt the flow. I want to give you credit. I'm aware I used that wrong. Uh, I meant quota. <laughs> but I have a learning disability. But I did like your, that, that humor had some layers to it and you didn't get credit at the time. So here's your credit. Oh, thank you. Now you won't get reward in heaven. That's what I was going to say. Can you take it back? So I, no reward in heaven for you, Scott. Yeah. Cause you're really cutting the, uh, my quotient of, of dividend (laughs) compounding interest there. Okay. So your Bible study was good. You're great. Wonderful. Was it good? Great. Wonderful. It was. It, um, so one of the ladies cooks, and she's a really good cook. You bore that burden. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I did notice that you have your shirt untucked, but continue. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's a really good cook. So, I mean, that, I mean, I go for the food. Well, and then that's a fantastic fellowship. Bible study. Yeah. The Bible study is good, too. I'm just hanging out with people from church and... So, I mean, I guess Jeff, if you're not going, if you're not going to um, put the skin in the game, I guess I will. Oh, it's gonna be good. All right. So the reason why I'm dressed up, I I was hoping, but it didn't happen. So there you go. You were hoping. You were hoping. That's that- great, folks. You got all the details. The main idea right there. All right, moving on. You know what? This is why our listeners keep coming back. <laughs> They're just waiting, waiting for answers that will never come. 
Speaking they're of listeners, lo- they're longing. They're longing. Probably not for the answers. Probably, I'd say no. They're not. You know what though? Nathan Miller West tweeted at us today and said, "Thanks for reading all the feedback." Because we had a whole bunch of feedback. Oh yeah. Sweet. He, he had a couple of them, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And I think he might have another one on this this uh, week's edition of feedback. Um, are we okay? So we do have some feedback, not like the other one. Okay, we're I didn't hear the now. music. Go yet. ahead. Yeah, I didn't hear no, the music, so no. we can't do it yet. You don't want to. You don't want to continue and Push finish speech. what you were saying, Scott. That you just abruptly cut yourself off. Like. Jeff's eyes right now, listeners, are twinkling. They he are. is encouraging Scott to lay his burdens down. Oh no, they're they're just a girl that showed up at work at work <laughs> at church um, on Sunday, and I thought she'd be there today. So oh, because normally oh, you're man. a sweatpants at Bible study kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> mismatching socks. Good job. Maybe even a trap door on your bottom. Zach? What you guys don't have clothes like that? What was that? I have a onesie, an adult onesie with a trap door. So you don't have to take the whole onesie off. You can go potty. No? Um, oh, yeah, I do like that. I, that's what I have. You want to wear it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so she didn't show up. You're disappointed. Like, dang. Opportunity passed me by. No wonder you come in here, sit down, and just like... Are hating us? Like, come on, guys! Did you even eat? Did you even eat tonight? Okay, (laughs) because I haven't. (laughs) That's right. You ate at the Bible study. There's brownies right there, courtesy of Lisa Crater. Yeah, but supposedly I'm supposed to take those home. No, there's a special unit downstairs for you. Okay, a unit. Yeah, you get one. You can take that unit home. home. (laughs) Scott, anything else on your heart? Any other skin you want to show us? That's so stupid. It is. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, excuse me? You're good? Uh, no, okay, sorry. Jeff, no, there's no other skin I want to show you. Okay. Zach? Thank you, you for asking, You though. asked me last week, hey, how's it going? And I kind of shared a little bit, blah, 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 blah. Did, what, not, ex- not those exact words, but very close. But <laughs> I realized after I left, I never got... The Zach response of like how you were doing, how's life, how's how's the addictions that are you know get into your life. The addictions. <laughs> um, yeah, could you dictate that to me? <laughs> Let me dictate addictions. Uh, I don't know how to answer that. I'm doing great. You know. All right. Next. Yeah. I. Man, I'm sure it's one of those things that I say I'm fine and I am fine, but. If we were to just talk, like, who knows, maybe we're talking now, it's going to happen, but eventually it comes out, and we go deep, and there's lots of skin showing. Hmm. But I will say, um, my identity is tied to this podcast, and so things are looking up, steady growth, downloads, I realize I'm diverting away from myself. Absolutely. But it is growing, we have You're a consistent there. crap ton of downloads from... Japan of all places. I mean, nowhere near America. Freedom. America. But it's interesting. I don't know what's going on with Japan. Yeah, we're actually going to be sponsored by a sushi roll company. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, what's the tagline, Scott? Oh, roll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fresh for you. Dude, that was so good. 
You almost made Zach do. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that was awesome. That was. There go our Japan listeners. Domo I ruined your identity. This won't be out for a couple weeks, so it'll be good for a while. Excuse you. I'm sorry. This is live, right? Uh, I'll try to put it out very quickly. But Five after minutes. Brandon's, no, which no, by no, this no. time Brandon's mm. will already be out. No, 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 no. No, this one's you. We're putting this out. You know, it's important as we offend people with our racial. Uh, no, what we're this is an all-in shoot it out podcast. Okay, we got skin in the game. There's lots of skin showing. All in, we are shooting it out. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Bros, babbles, and beer. Shooting it out. No edits, no nothing. No edits. Okay. So. What was I saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're please diver- bear in mind. You were diverting. The intention of Scott Caveats. is not to offend Caveats. the Japanese Caveats. or anybody. Caveats. The intention is to build up a firm. Isn't that what you were doing? <laughs> <laughs> Lowered expectations. Scott, Scott was about to do it again. I appreciate peoples of all backgrounds, nationalities. Okay. And even the Japanese. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Well, oh, we're so just going to ride your half minority status and just blame it on that. We Scott gets to say whatever he wants because he's half Mexican. That's how it works, right? Hi. That- Okay, that may be offensive. To that. Hey, I'll determine if it's it offensive to Mexicans. Oh, okay. Is it offensive to Mexicans? Heck no. Is half of your body offended? Well, yeah. Yeah, it actually is. The white, the white say, part of me is kind of going, uh, you know, my, the white part is like turning social justice warrior. SJ Dub. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about power now? Power. Power. What kind of power? Who? who who has the power? I have the power. I was listening to a couple. Of <laughs> All right, topic over. <laughs> Is that a question? I was listening to a few people speak and through podcasts. I don't know if it was authors or it's either an author or it's a pastor. And they were talking. About... Tim Keller. It may have been Tim Keller. It may have been somebody else like Tim Keller. And there was the talk of Kier. of power of of people who Ooh. have power, and there's this. It wasn't Tim Keller. the The white male, um, for all I know, was us. But it got me thinking. Like a nationally recognized pastor mentioned us. Pe- no oh. people who need to put themselves out there like to have a group we have a group uh you know it's like you know we're powerful that is exposing their the weakness or the insecurity in my opinion and and so i think about power and just as a are you talking about people that identify as a certain group it could be it could like, it could literally just be women uh, or it could be blacks or mexicans or some other culture that 
needs to say like we have you know rights or we have um power or we're going to take the power back or whatever it might be i got to thinking about the weakness in the need to to do this and because isn't there a humbleness to who we are meant to be and projecting um this like need to be seen go ahead scott say, who are you well it depends on what type of group you're referring to i don't i don't think that there's necessarily something in the world that says a group needs to be humble about who they are or how much power they have um so like if if you want to project if you're saying like this is a christian group or a, a group that is mainly made up of christians who are you know, want to, or Bible believe and want to f- follow Christ. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So but I get, I get where you're going. Group, you're right. I get right. where you're going and you're right. The, the world is pushing their agenda. Um, and I say the world and that's pretty general. I mean, specifically <laughs> the left, the left, let's just, for example, is pushing this agenda of these groups, these minority groups that they, they want to be, heard and there's no humbleness about it i mean they just feel like they've been wronged or they they right. want they want their 15 minutes of fame well you're you're seeing a lot there there's a lot there <laughs> well comment on so it. let's slow down um <sighs> um <laughs> Maybe it's not worth the conversation. Well, no, it definitely it's is. It's a great conversation. And I think we've talked, we talked about, <laughs> we've talked about talking about this before, and I wasn't quite sure if this is the direction you, you were going with it to begin with. But so, well, yeah. let's, let's... I just, just find groups in general that within society that need to be heard they have this need and which is pretty much everybody on the planet like in some te- form like teachers unions and so whatnot i think i think what god, you're saying god bless our soul <laughs> i think what you're saying well, well correct me if i'm wrong but you're wrong just the general stance that uh, people should just rest in who they are and not worry about projecting power or um banding together and have a humble approach to life in general? Is that what you're after? Well, regardless, I, I agree with that, but I will admit that... What? Go ahead. The ego gets in the way. My ego gets in yeah. the way. So I think this definitely privilege comes into it. So from my perspective, it's very easy for me to look at everybody's situations and say, let's just relax. You know, let's just think about the facts. Let's talk about what's actually going on and not get emotional about all that. But I am a, I'm in a very comfortable position. I was born into a comfortable position. I don't know how to exactly define where privilege starts and ends or where, at what point is there a sliding scale where my privilege would end and I would be underprivileged. I don't know where that is, but I definitely know I'm on the privileged side of things. And so it's easier for me to be critical of, of certain groups. Thank Cause, God, because I thought you were going to be passive aggressive there, but thank God you're really 
Till you came full. I can't tell if you're being passive aggressive now. <laughs> it's strong. <laughs> no, that that's I'm I'm serious because I I see groups that identity politics I think is what you're talking about. So you identify as I am this as a black male I as a Mexican American I right sure. sort of yes. So what pick a group yes. as a feminist I, um. And then the media will take narratives and run. And er these are all big categories. And what's easily lost is that there's individual people that think differently than the categories that they put themselves into, let alone what we put them into. So it's complicated. I was at some big box store a couple days ago and I went to one of the public restrooms and it said that we don't care or whatever. And it had a picture of a, of like a dog a a male, a female, a child. <laughs> was like just the phrase of like Yoda. Whatever. What I've just started we, walking into women's restrooms. <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. You know, I identified at that moment. As Go, a the government says it doesn't matter. You know, so. I actually don't even care that, that's, about bathrooms. That's pretty much what it said. But this is this is an off, this is an offshoot of that need to be seen, need to be recognized. And I have no idea what the heck um, is going on. I'm not even sure. I know why I brought it up. But it was, it had. But you it, did. We're, we're yeah. here. I mean, we're not going to solve it now. But no, 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 no. Not at all. Why did you bring it up? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's the, the conversation of, of loving people and how do we. I mean, you pointed out it's the secular. I mean, there's. There's the other side of it. I mean, there's the the believers that, you know, many of us, the, our egos get in the way of of our purpose a lot of times. Your and special purpose? Sure. My special purpose. Something's happening to your special purpose. To be determined later. And when we enter into that, um, I mean, looking at the world, I don't know how you shut out the world. I mean, I've had cable off for seven years and I haven't really listened to news that much. And I hear stuff and I'm like, wow, huh? Okay, whatever. And whereas Zach, you're like, this stuff matters. I mean, actually we need to have, we need to know what's going on. And so we have a way to respond to it or just be in conversation about it. Cause that's actually the conversation that's going on out in the world. And, but isn't all of that just the worry? Like, kind of a a prideful worry of like what we're going to do how the United States is going to change right and the how world. much i can actually do about it well why, or why any one person why prideful um hey we're the united states well okay well okay so i so i agree from that level but if we're talking about inter individual interaction so there there's different scales of right. of these things <clears throat> right so it's and like like Zach was saying there's a group and people that identify with the group, but they might have different I ideas or ideologies that, that aren't necessarily the same as the group. But when, if you're going to talk about this group, how can you talk about it without talking about what the group is saying? You can't, you can't answer each individual unless, unless you're actually talking to them. Mm -hmm. So there are different levels that you're going to be talking. So, if you're talking about inter, like interpersonal um, relationships, right. 
Where, what? That's uh, a one-on-one thing. Yeah, and then you know, look someone then someone looking at the news or not looking at the news. What what aspect of pride were you applying to that? I, I was just I was just curious. Okay, so you watch the news and what the United States is going to do for the world, and and maybe that's just the United States' ego, like the the created ego over time since World War II that were super well, probably maybe more towards the early eighties, like we are the superpower and we fix problems and we're yeah. in power and and we're prideful about that. We're the United States. People come here because we're the United States. And then the the ego of the US, the US of A and um, we have the ability to just go out and do whatever we want to do in the world. But then that manifests within our country where now other people see what's being proliferated within our country. And so they have this big ego of who they are and the groups um, of people that it gets pushed out there and then that it feeds into the psyche of the people within that group, not wholesale, but you know, it becomes kind of a, the feel of, I mean, just being around a certain person of a a color, ethnicity, whatever it might be. And you're like, Oh, I have, I have that picture in my mind of how they are. And it's like, how do I, how do I deal with, these people in and so that's so you're looking at them as a group whatever that group is well i mean that's what the that's what our country does and it's so to step away we create others <laughs> to step away but but it comes back to power it's and there's some hypocritical piece that's goes throughout the entire way of how we create the infrastructure of these groups because the groups end up making an argument of why they need to be heard and then they point out to the other side. And then the other side sees that. (laughs) They see that as an agenda and so they battle against a group. Is that what you're saying? It, well, Sorry. Somewhat. Am I just random? I'm randomly going on here. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm just trying, to, trying well, to follow you. I think I get, got it generally. The, uh, it becomes like this cycle, this vicious cycle of... Retribution. Like, I'm going to be... I need to be more powerful, because that seems to be the, one of the words. I'm going to be more powerful... And, you know, I'm going to be me and I'm going to just push myself out there in the world as, as a, as a strong, whatever type of person, but it, it's loaded with, um, you know, a non-religious color, ethnicity, victimhood. Mm-hmm. Well, religions do it too. It, right. I mean, Christians are good at chips on shoulders, the, the <laughs> religious, religious right, particularly. <laughs> 
And so whoever they are, I mean, again, that's a big group of people with yeah, varying well, that's interests. Why I, that's why I was saying, you, you, at what level are you? It's more the it's more the big, it's more the big picture, which doesn't matter. But you can't get people to. There's no avenue within like media to do that. I mean, we've got Twitter and we've got Instagram. We've got ways of communicating to people, but people just are looking for what they are a part of. So if you're a liberal, non-believing person, you're not going to be hanging out on Bro's Bible's Beer Twitter feed waiting, you know, what are they going to say? <laughs> what if you're a liberal believing person who happens to be one of the three of Bro's Bibles and Beer? Is that okay? That wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, I don't I don't consider myself liberal in a lot of respects. I don't I consider myself a free agent actually, but I don't want to get hired. I don't want to get paid. Um so interesting, you just said see in your mind liberal equals non believer is what you just said. Yeah. Well, so no, are you uh, kind no, of grouping because, like that? Because that's what you just said. It, it was. And I'm, I'm immediately thinking about specific friends I have that are liberals that are believers, probably not really strong believers because they're liberals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you said liberal non-believer. All kidding aside. I did. Liberal non-believer. Really, it's like half of my family. Which is in that some, category. Okay. And so it's real for you. Yeah. And they, they fit in this category. And I'm like, how, how do, how do I, how do we reach these people? And it's really, as you're p- pointing out. So re- reach what people? No, any people, no matter what their group, whatever group they want to categorize think- themselves. And you talked specifically, Scott, about the, that one-on-one relationship. There is no. There is no, if like people shut off the internet, the TV, the radio, and they dedicated the time that they spend on Facebook and Instagram and their face in the, the social web. To maybe going into their neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like things would change. You're but- right. That's a, that's a great point. And that's something I was just thinking about as you were talking about how change actually happens. It doesn't. <laughs> seem to happen in grand scales. Mm -hmm. Everybody has access to so much information right now. I feel like we want to change things on a massive scale and fix things. Snap my finger. But all we got is groups reacting and generally overreacting to other groups. And they see people, they see groups as an agenda coming after them. And it goes in every direction. Like, there's books on overcoming or defeating the gay agenda, like whatever that means. Um, I, I believe it's Dr. Michael Brown. He's not the only one, though. the gay revolution. Well, that's one of them. But there, you know, and so if we're looking at people, whatever group they are, as an agenda, then it's going to be tough to actually love them because you're going to be defending against the evils that you see that group doing or coming to, to change you, which is not healthy. And so I think you got conservatives and liberals all trying to use the state to to create change and that's just not how it's going to work in my opinion it's going to be a more granular mm-hmm. one-to-one level where you actually know people and, and you get to know people and that's how 
change happened. I mean, look at the early church with Jesus. The church growth, there were a lot of reasons for it, um, but it didn't happen by instituting laws to to help the church grow. Uh, and when we tried that to disaster, like that initial growth was just amazing. Like when you get into the context, how the church expanded in that situation with Rome over it, trying to control everything, that's amazing. And of course, it got perverted. And then Rome, once Rome converted, there's a lot. There's a lot there. We they tried to use force to grow the the community, the community, the church, the kingdom. They used violence to try to grow. Scott's laughing at me, deservedly so. Um, but I think you guys get what I'm talking about. That change is not going to happen by changing the laws. I, I should say real heart change and people, people being open to each other. Reconciliation between people groups. That's not going to happen by threat of force, i.e. law. So it's got to be more granular than that. And I, and I think that's the reaction from some groups. Um, to other groups. So if you have one group saying that this is the life we want to lead and we should have these certain benefits that are afforded to this other group. Um, so we're going to pass laws that give us these benefits. So then you have another group that is opposed to that. Uh, and then that's where the conflict takes place. Because one group is trying to implement certain laws. The other group is saying, no, we don't want these laws. What is one group supposed to do when the other group is trying to do something? Whatever it is. So, so for example, in some cities in, in America, very few now, but definitely in Europe, there are groups that want to pass Sharia laws. They want to. They want to institute laws that are based on Sharia. Mm-hmm. There are groups that want to ban guns. There are groups that want to legalize marijuana. There's always someone. So, and I'm only bringing these laws up because Zach, you mentioned the laws, and I, I'm not sure that's the direction we want to continue to go. But there's always someone trying to get their agenda into the social pipeline. Why? Because that's what people do. But it's why? But that it's, it's, it's what people... Okay, go ahead. But why? I mean, don't they think they're right? Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. So everybody thinks... Everyone thinks they're right, they're first right. of all. I mean, that's, that's the first thing that everyone needs to understand, yeah. <laughs> is that everyone thinks they're right. And that's... So... <laughs> So it shouldn't be a surprise when people oppose other people. And not only that, they right. think they're right, and every they're going to interpret every piece of information that they see in the world in the through the lens of them being right, mm-hmm. um, it, with with few exceptions. I mean, when right, people but, actually but change, again, yeah. But again, it's everyone's in the same boat there. Unless you're going to say, "Nope, I'm the one. I'm the one that looks at. <laughs> I'm the one that's objective." Right. Everyone's in the same boat there as well. So everyone thinks they're right. And yeah. And there's going to be some confirmation by right. bias. Everyone does it. And to say that you're wrong is me saying that I'm right. And the first person to back down on this scale, they lose because that legislation gets passed. 
that becomes the social norm, right? So, again, at what level are we talking about? Talking about changing hearts, just because we want to change hearts at the individual level, not doing something on a grand scale necessarily, but changing our community, does not mean that we have to abandon arguing for or fighting for or advocating for or putting on our political hats from time to time and trying to stop legislation or implement legislation that we want. So it's not, it's not one or the other. Right. And I would just say it's in, it's not what you believe or on anything. It's how you go about how you act out your belief and how you respond when things don't go your way. And that right now we have when things don't go anybody's way from the Franklin Grahams to the other end of the spectrum, you've got like, it's like everything's dialed to 11. Everything is at whatever DEFCON is the strongest. So they, four, they think five. Is it high or low? Is it high good or? We're at DEFCON five. It's high. Now, if you're talking about uh, NBC gear, then I think zero is the highest. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's nuclear, biological, and chemical protective gear. Oh, I was thinking of Brian Williams. I was thinking about what he was wearing. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. (laughs) Now, going back to people being right or... Let's, you can just tweak that to people have put, put more value or more importance on certain things. So for... Because that's what their world is focused around. Everybody right. has their own agenda. Right, right. Things, some things are more important to people and not as important to other people. So... If, I think people should wear seatbelts. If and Franklin helmets. Graham, if Franklin Graham has a bug about a particular issue, pro life, right? Then shoot, man, what else is he gonna do? He's pro life sometimes. Ouch! He likes killing brown people in sand. Not him personally, but he's a big fan of America doing our thing around the world, which usually results in brown people dying. Does, does, For a lot of different well, reasons. They're only brown because they live close to the equator, but continue. <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah, when you say it like that, um, sure. Um, it's designed to be dramatic and hyperbolic. Right, right. But, I mean, right. just... I'm, I'm trying to avoid wanna, that. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that and speak in very general terms. You're doing great, actually. <laughs> because... It's be, a good Bible study. Continue. Because if... Because what we're talking about here is how people think. Why, why they do what they do, mm-hmm. Right. Franklin Graham doesn't support war so that brown people die. I would be highly against that. Right, right, right. He's not hoping for death. <laughs> right. It, he, he understands that. I, I'm putting myself in issues. He understands that death this is a consequence. This just in, Franklin Graham sues one of the members of Bro's Bible's beer for libel. <laughs> yeah. Slander? <laughs> Either one. I agree with you, Scott. There's, everybody's complicated. Even the boogeymen that seem, they seem... Whoever your boogeyman is, and they seem evil, and they seem evil to the point of being stooped, like ridiculous, like how could they possibly believe what they believe? Whoever that is for you, Scott, Jeff, myself, listener, it's more complex than just that label. And if you see everybody that's outside, Jeff, you were doing awesome hand motions. 
when Scott was talking, you were doing like this group over here. I was trying to ignore him. This group over there. He was making boxes, air boxes or something. And that's a good example. Whoever's not in your box is an enemy and there's, there's no reasonable way they should be there. So I was, I was watching. This. I'm outraged. <laughs> I was watching this thing on, uh, on gold, like some look, looking into, like buying gold. I don't have any money though, but I'm just interested in it now. You're gonna put gold in that Jansport backpack and go hiking on <laughs> yeah. the, the T- TCP, PCP, yeah. PCP, PCT, PVC trail, PCT where you do some PCP. <laughs> That's a different trail. <laughs> and he was talking about, you know, he's just going to the history of of financial collapses and he's talking about germany and hitler did you mention his name um mike no i did not do you want to i don't care it's a podcast right yeah his name is okay his podcast his name is uh mike maloney um i i never heard of him before maloney before last night mike baloney mike baloney that's no baloney with mike maloney i'm sure a lot of people would call him baloney oh yeah Continue. Um, but he was just talking about the history and talking about Hitler. And so he's saying people are more complex. Situations are more complex than what we see. And so for Hitler coming, you know, for Germany coming out of World War One, where they got defeated, now they have to pay reparations to the, to the countries that they, that they fought only because they lost. That's the only reason why they paid reparations. Uh, the paying for the war and then having to pay reparations just completely inflated their dollar or their... Um, Deutschmark. What, what, it was, it was, the Stein. It was the. Was <laughs> the it starts with an M. I forget. Um, and then you had Hitler, who gave a speech, and then he gave one speech. Apparently, this is how the story. He gives one speech. The next day, people that heard him started a coup. Like. In a very short period of time, because of the situation they were in, they started to fight against the government. And then Hitler got put in jail. But during, during the trial, they were so interested in why, why they did this that they gave Hitler a platform to, to talk during his trial. And so he, he, he's a great orator. Mm-hmm. So he's giving all of these speeches during the trial and people are eating it up. Mm. So when he finally gets released, he continues that. Heil and Hitler. and the yeah the German Third the German Reich economy lives. economy is in the toilet. Inflation super high. The people we need a savior. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, of course. I don't, I'm not you know I'm not even going to caveat it. And it's just it's a situation they found themselves right. in and mm-hmm. what are they going to do it de- and it doesn't make it right Ob- i mean obviously i told you not to caveat it <laughs> i'm sorry that's what i do here it's my role um you didn't caveat it you were great that caveat there so yeah it, it just is it's not i mean it's right it ended up very bad but right was it it was good for america <laughs> actually it was really good for america World War One. There was well, some World, where both both wars were really good for America. Yeah, yeah that's complicated too. Um, yeah, I just you know what hurts my feelings. I'm going to tell you. Don't care. Um, is when we mention these groups and people reacting to each other. What hurts my feelings 
hand motions. Retributive justice mm-hmm. in all forms hurts my feelings. Um, now, like I said, going back to whatever privilege look like looks like, I know I have it. It's easy for me to say this, but you've got groups on the extreme end, like say we mentioned like social justice warriors, which that should be, Scott and I were talking off mic once about that and how that term itself is turned into a derogatory thing. Like people use that against people like you're just a social justice warrior when it, and in fact, being a warrior for social justice in its purest form is something to be commended. I don't like how those things get flipped. So you have some aspects of people that looking to take white people down a notch, specifically white men, for a lot of uh, good reasons, let's just say, for the sake of argument. But on the extreme end of that, it's impossible for anybody but white people to be racist. So no matter what somebody of a different status, different race does, um, it's not racist. So, and that is a form, I think, of retributive justice. So we're going to get even against the white man because he's evil for a lot of reasons and a lot of justifiable reasons, by the way, in my book. But so then the white man has to be lowered. Other people need to be raised up. And at what point is it, okay, we're even. There's, there's not going to be a point because then the white dude is going to react. You're going to react to other forces. You're going to react to the other people and it's just going to be back and forth. It's like eye for an eye. There's, it's a cycle of violence. Um, and not just in this, in every form of reactionary retribution to fix, to right wrongs. It's an attempt to right wrongs, which by itself is awesome and admirable. But if you're doing, if you're tearing people down to attempt to make things even, that's not going to, I don't see how any healing, lasting healing can come out of that because you're just going to have white people butthurt and they're going to, they're going to overreact against it. So that stuff hurts my feelings. And again, the details of which there's, there's a lot of good reasons for why people are doing what they're doing on, on the the minority side. And because white dudes specifically have had it pretty damn good for a long time and then white people interpret this new information coming in as an assault and that their rights are being taken taken advantage of anyways it's complex but i don't like i guess the the long and the short of it and the long of it the long and the long of it is that retributive violence retributive justice uh, does not provide reconciliation it's maybe temporary feel goods for the people that get the violence done. It's a PR move. And th- then, uh, then there's no healing. Yeah. Zach, as a minority, <clears throat> a half minority, half, half minority. <laughs> I think yes. your whiteness though, your half whiteness just cancels out whatever, whatever your privilege. white power is so powerful. I should probably rephrase that, but I'm not going to caveat anymore. Yeah. I just, I just think that you, it's convenient for you as a white man to say no retribution. Totally. And I, Hey, commenters, feedbackers, let me hear it. I I fully admit that I'm tainted with privilege with whiteness. I reek of privilege. (laughs) 
Um, however, I do believe it, this this guy we're following that they call the Christ. Um, I do believe that example is not, you know. He, Why are you trying to pose white man's religion on minorities? <laughs> Scott, you just leveled up at your trolling, I think. Well, level 10. Well, if, you, if you're speaking to Christians, sure. If they're not Christian, who cares? Why do they care about Christ? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So then what do you, yeah. Where does the conversation go from there? Now, I'm off, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to what you're saying, obviously, but from just being in their shoes, oh, for sure, putting myself in their shoes, you know, okay, so you get to hide behind your religion to for me not to get retribution. Okay, here's That's just hope, like a white man, right? And you're you're correct. Let's ho- let's here's how I would hope it would play out. I say I have a neighbor. I have a neighbor that has issues. Let's just say it's a black person and they're coming at me for my privilege and racism. Let's say they're venting or whatever. It, it might look like me just keeping my mouth shut, listening. I don't need to come back at them with all the facts that maybe prove that. Maybe there's a lot of statistics that prove that what they're saying is not actually true in, in the way they think it is. That's not going to solve the problem. That would be a form of me retributing white splaining yeah but call it call it what you want it's going to take me in this specific circumstance laying down my weapons and just listening and being there for them and seeing how i can love them moving forward and it's not going to be comfortable uh it might hurt and it's not going to be easy to do but i would hope that that's how it would play out and so you expand that out to the universe, that's how change happens. Why would, Following my example, Scott, is what I just said. <laughs> why, why would they change their mind? I don't know. This is hypothetical. Right. Okay, yeah. So, like, think so of, I'm going, so going with, hypothetical. With Jesus, with the, in the Christian realm, when Jesus is getting crucified and his disciples, he, he basically says, I, I could call down legions of angels, whatever, whatever the quote is. He could have used military force to to get to solve the problem that he was in but he didn't he laid down and that's the ultimate example i'm trying to do even if it looks like political defeat from my perspective uh or religious defeat from my perspective that's my general posture now when you get on the granular level and you you what about this law that's coming what about this law this is really dangerous this is actually dangerous yeah then we can deal with that i don't i don't have the answer that's going to blanket everything but the general posture is laying down your weapons. Yeah, so why would he change his mind? I don't know. He might not. Well, well, it doesn't so, matter. I can't well, make him change his mind. I, okay, no one's that. So I, I, it's hypothetical. Right. Right. So if, if he doesn't have a reason to change his mind, he's come to this conclusion based on a certain set of parameters that he's either been given or he's looked up, right? If if he's not given a new set of information, um, why why would he why would he change his mind? Why would he not continue? Stop touching your mic. You know why would he not continue to think along these same lines? And just like I think the 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 language that you were you've been using, and it, and it may not it may not what be. What do you mean you? Yeah, you you people. 
um, saying, you know, white people have privilege. They've enjoyed privilege, right? Well, sure, some white people have enjoyed privilege. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, We're making very general statements right, here right. that, that but, each, each one could be drilled in to see what's actually going on but, under but the hood, even, for sure. But, but not even drilling in, just the statement white people have having privilege. Um, I was referring to myself, mostly. Okay. I was trying to keep it for myself. Yeah. Definite. I don't know yeah. how to, like I said, I don't know how to name that privilege or define exactly where it ends and begins, but... I have. I know. I have it. You're the you're the product of your parents of of what your parents were able to provide you. You did not stray too far, right? Right. And I don't. I don't feel guilty about it. Like it. 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 It just is what it is. Yeah. And your your parents your parents parents could have been poor. A lot of our, a lot of our great grandparents they were were poor. And if your grandparents I- depression. Yeah, if you're Irish, like Jeff over here, right. You might have been a slave. My grandparents right. were poor. Right. And they were Irish. There were a lot of Irish who were enslaved. Um and it, it's not doesn't excuse uh, caveated. Doesn't excuse anything, but just that idea that yeah, what we see now, sure. A lot of white uh, people have, have Excuse me. Nice things, whatever that's, whatever that's worth. Um, but go somewhere else, go somewhere else, and compare your privilege, whatever, whatever you have in America. Go or, somewhere or else. Your lack of privilege. Go somewhere else and compare your your right. quality of life yeah. to someone else. <laughs> different country that's that's the idea like anything it's a lot there's there's a lot to (laughs) so how do we how do we react or respond to the world around us um the groups the secular world secular liberals (laughs) non-believing libtards (laughs) so of course it of course it depends if you have a platform where you reach a number of people like Bros, Bibles, and Beer. Is it Bros, Bibles, and Beer or Bros, Bibles, Beer? It's Bros, Bibles, and Beer, but socially, Bros, Bibles, Beer. Okay. If you're on a platform like ours, we're talking mainly to white people. Christians. And a few Japanese. <laughs> um, Thanks. <laughs> That's it, guys. But, but you can't, so you can't like look at Sean Hannity or the big media outlets and then try to put yourself in, in their situation and say, how, okay, how, based on what they're doing, is that, you know, how, how do I do it? No, you, I mean, just like what you've been saying, like y'all been saying, it's when you talk to someone, what are you going to say? It's going to. They might say that they might come out and just say, I identify with this group. Yeah, I'm part of Black Lives Matter or uh, I, I am for I'm a feminist or <laughs> a guy at work who changed his combined his name and his wife's last name because his wife's a feminist. Um, how, how do you you're only going to be able to talk to them based on what they say. Right. 
no matter what group they identify with. So, well, I mean, that's, that could be a good starting point, actually, to identify with the group. And then you, so you might probe on that. Yeah, why? Right. And, and go down that line. And, you know, you don't have to battle against them. But if they say something that's, maybe it's factually not accurate, maybe you could guide them a different way. Whatever is your sword, what, is it a Revelation or Ezekiel where we turn the swords into plowshares? No, it's, uh, it's probably, it's, it might be, yeah, one of those. It's biblical. Yeah. But whatever the sword is for you, which is going to be verbal or an idea, like however you're going to write a wrong that you perceive, uh, consider whether it's a sword and how you could turn it into a plowshare to make profitable communication food to feed to everyone. <laughs> that's how, that's how people die, Zach. Maybe. Um. That's, how, that's how Jesus died. <laughs> Well, no, he he told the truth and corrected corrected people when no, they were but wrong. When it came down to it, his sword had, was he, was a plowshare. He had Turned a specific a mission to fulfill. Isaiah two four, and he could have done it differently. <laughs> but he, well, no, he had a specific mission to fulfill that he was right. being obedient to the Father, right? And he right. would have liked to it have been differently. No, Father, say, if, you, if you can, if there's any way to do it, but your yeah. will, will be done, yeah. But, so yeah, but, I'm not contradicting the the biblical narrative. I'm just saying what no, it I'm is. I'm not saying you are. What it is? Yeah, you are. What it what it is is he laid down. He literally laid down his life, and that includes all the power at his disposal. So lose every son. argument. Uh, so it's maybe just, uh, so it's yeah, going to be a situational where basis. Where does it go? Where 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 does that where does that lead? I understand that if you're going to talk, you talk to someone. You don't have to win every argument. Sure. Um, is there a need to win any argument? Well, that's a good good question. Should you try at any point to win any argument? Or is there ever a time when it might be beneficial to point out facts when someone else is saying the exact opposite? If it's going to prevent uh, physical harm, that's a good general rule. If you can somehow, if that's bring... going to stop physical harm, go okay. Yeah, no, no. I'm just you're asking. <laughs> no, if like making the argument is going to actually cause an altercation, I think that's what you're saying, Zach. Then don't say it. Yeah, or step step in when you can stop the most harm from happening. There, there's going to be an argument to actually standing up for what for what's right in that situation and, and for making a, a positive argument for things and when i talk like this i, I think it it can come off as like you whatever happens just you know that's just why I'm, that's why i'm well, asking the problem let's, is, let's where does that go when the argument is is between the secular and the and the believer i mean there's no reason to get into an argument even pointing out, even pointing anything out in, from your perspective through the lens of Christ, you're talking to somebody who's blind, so that the argument is almost moot. I mean, what's what argument? Like, so if you're talking, if if you, if there's if there's a a an, an issue, a, a social issue right. that you're going to argue about, right? So let's say someone who is not a believer, they want to push for this thing. You're opposed to it, but 
so you, you, you have, you're having a discussion. This topic comes up. You're opposed to it, therefore. So you, there's never, are you, are you saying that it, there's just not an optimal situation where you would voice your opinion against that thing? My, so my argument would always come from the angle of build people up and protect their heart. And so, because that's going to create relationship with that person. And that doesn't mean agree or go along with, or even dismiss it. At times, I don't know if I'm being passive or if I'm avoiding, um, which is passive, or I'm, I feel like I'm, I don't know if it's taking the higher ground or if it goes to the, the foundation of protect people's heart and just affirm them as a human being when I in in an art in not an argument, but in a discussion with someone who has some view that I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to this person. They need to be heard. And by listening to them, that gives them a voice in this world. And I'm the one that they're in front of. And so as a, as a Christian, as a, my identity in Christ, I need to sit and just listen and, and have a conversation with them and affirm them just by being there as opposed to like, Oh, you're, you're wrong. You know, it's not that way. You can, no, you can't think that way which breaks relationship, doesn't affirm them, and doesn't protect their heart because they feel like their beliefs or who they are or where they are in life and how they identify is, is being crushed by the person that's standing across from them, and they're taking time out of their lives in that day, in that moment, to actually share this with someone. It obviously is meaningful to them, and even though they're not a believer just that's the context. They're not a believer and this is where they're at and this is how they identify. I don't need to come back at them and tell them that they're wrong. It's not that way. They should not believe that. It's, I don't believe that's not my place. I don't believe that that's my place. Uh, just to piggyback, I agree. I think generally we have to kind of speak generally. We can't. Anyways, caveat. Sorry. Uh, generally, Change, people don't change through mm -hmm. argument like that. Right. You can't They're, argue someone into believing. T typically, it's usually there's seeds planted and they've processed mm -hmm. it. It's almost like inception. You have to have it kind of in your brain, <laughs> cultivating, and slowly somebody's position will change on something. Of which I'm. Uh, oh, after you finish that, I got this one. I'm uh, definitely an example of that, per personally, just because. Compared to you guys, like I've undergone a lot of changes more recently, uh, faith-wise or belief-wise. So, and it didn't happen from an argument. It was like a slow process and slow process. So, I think you're generally right, and you can find examples where you would probably need to step in, be more assertive. There's always going to be an example on the ground. Data dictates I need to do something now about this specific situation, Scott. Um, but I think it, as a general posture, what you're talking about, Jeff, just now is probably, I, I don't have a problem with it. Well, one, you cultivate a relationship and if it's a Christian, if it's a brother, like within, let's say 
within our circles and someone is then saying, Hey, I'm, you know, and they're telling you a story of like how they they got, um, you know, in a position where they're with another female and they're having conversations and they're telling you a little story and you're like, this is not going, you're married. I'm like, this is not going in the right direction. Just affirm them. <laughs> now in that <laughs> case, no, in that it, case, you got to worry about the, their heart. The no, <laughs> he's, go ahead. He just and leveled then, up again and trolling. Okay, and you and Scott, thank you for saying protect the heart because now we're not talking about um, this. You know, my good friend in front of me that's a part of my brotherhood. We're talking about his wife who has protecting her heart. Like he he has a he has a responsibility to protect her heart. Like God's put him in a position to protect her heart and he's about to crush her heart if he doesn't come clean and and turn from the predicament that he's put himself in and repent and so to is call, he a, to call that person out and say god man i i love you you your how your wife like what are you doing do you Flip it, flip the script, and now it's her, you know, turning her back away from you and going in a direction that would just crush you. That's a good example in this situation. Are we talking about our friend that's a furry? I mean, I'm just, no, I wasn't even thinking of anybody. I was just in general, like to put it in con, I don't know, what the heck was that? A furry? You know what a furry is? Just keep going. To put it in context. Uh, Just to put it in context of, okay, there's the people, there's, there's the, those that are not believers and they'd be like, what the heck are you talking about? And you just, you're there to cultivate relationship and you are throughout the world to cultivate relationships, but they, they're blind. So, and I totally get it because I was there, but within the relationship of people that you are you're almost kin. I mean, you're not, but you're, you're like, you are bleeding um, with them in this life with following Christ. I mean, we have this responsibility, like brother, you, your identity is not to go and do what you're doing right now. Like you are like amazing. And you you got a wife who's amazing right. to turn and go and and go in the other direction and so you're you literally actually, call them to repent you're uh, literally affirming you are affirming them and you're pr- actually protecting their heart by dude, you're about to destroy your heart and everybody that's connected by to you by telling them the truth yeah, yeah. and this is where Wait, i love this yeah that was subtle scott you're now you're ready to go well, it's 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 a good example of that in this situation that doesn't involve somebody we know who's a furry. Okay, guys, I just want to take that off the table. Forget I ever said furry. But is that a situ- liberal group or something? <laughs> the furries. They like animals. Most of them probably aren't conservative. <laughs> Wait, he was cheating on it with an animal? Okay, oh God. delete. Oh God. We'll, well edit we that are, out. We are um, coming up on time. But... What you were saying, what what Jeff was describing in this hypothetical situation is a good example of the best way you could love that person and that family it is probably going to come un- 
become uncomfortable for the, let's just call it guilty party. Um, and that's, that's a good, that's an example of love can hurt. And that come, that's going to come with you ha- having wisdom and seeking God and diving into the scripture and prayerfully considering things like it's going to be wisdom. Like love can hurt people. Um, but it's for their ultimate benefit. So, and I think that's what Scott wants to make sure is, is there. Well, that's why I said truth. Hashtag truth. Yeah. So I think the, the examples got, you got a little mixed there. Muddled. Um, yeah. If we're sorry, going, going from, which is fine. I mean, it's a good, it's a good, good discussion. And I, I, I like it. Um, Going going from some sort of social topic to into something specifically discipleship related, mm-hmm. right? They're they're kind of different conversations because right? we're not discipling the secular. They are, but they I they, mean they it, are, but they're not. Well, like there's some connection around there, there, there is one to one basis. How you that's how people are going to be changed and transformed is through that as opposed to a general sweeping societal. This is what's right because we made this law. Your example of the Sharia. Well, okay. Possibly. But I think that society does follow. Individuals in society tend to follow society. Right. Um, so if a law is passed, it's now okay. Um, so I, 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 I just wouldn't agree to the level that I think you're agreeing to that statement, the statement that you just made. I, I think, I think that if laws are passed, people will tend to agree that it's morally okay. It takes like a, we, yeah, like we, it takes us, it takes an extra step, whether it's in the moral thinking or philosophical thinking to disassociate morality from legality. Um, not everyone does that. Amen. Yeah. Um, so, and I agree. I agree. If you, a, a, a posture of what Peter, uh, gentleness and respect, right? Um, I, I, that's a great posture to have. Paul said to whatever degree you can live amongst each other in peace. And I think there's to whatever degree, I may be misquoting it, but I think that's the general that's Zach's paraphrase. Maybe you meant to say shalom. <laughs> but to whatever degree. Like well, what does peace mean? Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but to whatever degree you can in that specific situation. I think some of your questions are a good yeah. example of like, we all want that. We want that, that answer. And I'm not like, this is not. God dang it. Caveat city. <laughs> Welcome to caveat city. <laughs> Rose Bible's <laughs> beer. We all want that answer key to like, what about this situation? Like, is there something we can layer over every situation as an ideal model of how we act? And we can't. Um, no one suggested. Well, it sounded like. I think, I, I think generally we, we would like, we well, want sure, that answer. Sure, you know sure, what I mean? Sure. That's what I'm saying. And what I think the gist of this is, it's, is it's complicated and your heart and other people's hearts are changed through curiosity and interaction with people on a personal level, as opposed to generally making people change through law, which by definition, here's my libertarian side, 
by definition means with threat of force, you will do these certain things. And I think that's generally not ideal. Well, okay. So. Generally. (laughs) That's what I think about your comment. (laughs) Excuse me. But okay, so what is that? If you could bow this up, I don't even know how we bow this up. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is so? I yeah, I I would want to go on and on. What what does that mean for an individual who is questioning whether or not they want to engage in some sort of political activism um, based on their faith? Right. So does that mean okay, we you know we we get out of it or um, or it, it has implications for how people are going to act. So if if passing laws that are or not Christian based or biblically based, if we should avoid that or not, right? That has implications on mm-hmm. on how people are going to act. Uh, but yeah, Jeff, I agree. Man, a general posture, like Zach says, of of wanting to love people, um, is a good thing. It's a good thing. But I that in my view, it doesn't mean that. That uh, you, they say whatever they want and say lovey. What do you mean, say whatever? They, so they just and you affirm them. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. You, you affirm them. You protect their heart. They 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 could say whatever. That's not what he meant by protect his heart. Well, no, well, but it, as his example with the husband that was going to the furry no, convention that he stopped. I know, I know, but that was that. That's why I said the the, <laughs> the examples got a little mixed there because you were talking Back about loving the them and protecting their heart. When referencing the secular conversation, right, 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 teach me the ways of the secular flesh, and yeah, and it's not just agreeing with people, but you can have conversation, you can let people unload their beliefs and just right, right. So that's listen. so that's yeah, and I agree with that, right, right, and right. they feel like they have a place with you to share their life. That's cultivating relationships, and it's there's nothing subversive about it. It's genuine. And you, next thing you know, you've you've got a, a, a strong relationship with someone that is not a believer, and really your ways, your um, following this path that God has laid out for us um, plays out or can play out. I mean, the opportunity you you'll sense in my. I mean, I, I sense that opportunity with people who aren't believers that you have this opportunity to capture moments. And that's like the greatest thing. But if you decide that you need to, you need to take a different route and argue with someone like, no, you shouldn't do You just, you just cut the fork. Why why do you say that? No, so this is this is your perspective. Mm. Are you saying that's no, God's perspective? But go ahead. <laughs> no, that, well, that's <laughs> no, that's my that's my question. So, no, you shouldn't. Right? Um, I I would disagree I don't with need. that. You don't. Okay. Okay. So no, tell so, me. So, you, so no, tell so, me why. No, 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 no. It's you. A secular person. This is specifically a Dude, secular person. A secular people belief. like to argue. That's great, but. You don't need to argue. We're winding, no, 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 we're no. winding this yes. down, remember? Yeah, we're yes. winding. Okay. Exactly. We're landing don't the plane. act like you're the producer. You're <laughs> one of three producers. <laughs> but Jeff, but Jeff, it's this is your perspective. Nope, God's perspective. But continue. <laughs> is it and, in in Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead. And there it's it's not one or the other. It's not this is how you do it, right? 
people. I are, don't need to be right. No, you don't. You you don't need to argue with people. I get that. That's great, but that's not necessarily the way it has to be. Yeah, I, and no, I think, but that's what you're saying. Jeff. But no, hold on. You're you're holding him to a blanket statement as yes. if he would never break away from that. Well, well, no, no, whether or not he breaks away from it or not, I don't know. What you're what he's saying? No, no. What he's saying is, no, you should not argue with them. He right? Isn't no, that you should? No, I think you're being a stickler right now, Scott. Okay, possibly people's worldly ways, their opinions, their beliefs, based off everything that they take in within the world, and they push it to you. You're there to just listen their soul their humanness they're just wanting to convey like these are my ideas these are my beliefs none of what's coming out of their mouth i mean it matters to them and we stand in front of them and we listen to them and we take it in in our minds we may be playing the uh yeah i don't agree with that that's tough oh man they're in a really difficult situ- position in what they believe, um, are they? Well, no. So that's are they? God, who, who's, where, who's where, determining? God, where, where do I enter this conversation? Because that's where I come from when I'm in the conversation. Yeah, who's determining that they're in a and bad so, situation? Can I try to be a bridge? Go ahead. Uh, would you say, Jeff, that there may in fact be a time where this, these are all, this is all hypothetical for you to actually let's just say argue or, or tell, tell the person come back at them with contrary information and say, listen, I really think that you're off on these reasons. Okay. So I did. It's what we do. It's what we're doing in this pod. This podcast is a good example of that. Here's a situation, a very left wing liberal thinking woman, Satanist, (laughs) Um, who's actually a relative of mine, and she and this was about Trump. This is about going into the presidency. That's your sore spot before <laughs> yeah. before this happened. But that's when he breaks the rule. But actually, it wasn't. It was a question that she had for me. It was like he knows nothing about this. Like there was a um, there was which an is emotional, probably true. It could no, be about there was anything. an emotional quality to. <laughs> How she was Thanks, coming Scott. at it. And she was making the argument from this emotional standpoint. And it was like, I mean, how can you imagine if this person was leading like she brought it because she was a principal for 30 some years. Um, and she said, can you imagine if this person led the, the, the teachers union or the California Teachers Association or something? And I went, um, I didn't. I didn't really argue with her. I just answered the question. And I'm like, I really believe Donald Trump's smart enough to know that he can find someone that's smarter than him in that regard and place somebody in that position. And the argument was over. Satan. Because you smacked her intellectually. Well, it wanted to, she wanted it to be like this vigorous argument. And I'm like, I don't need, I can just. You put that you put that as a as a parameter in the way you argue. Sure, it's it's good. good. In that regard, it's like it must have made sense to her, or she would have come back with something else, and she didn't. Or she thought you were just completely off and 
There's no reason to talk to you anymore. Maybe she turned her sword into a plowshare. Not specific. Yeah, determining determining whether or not verse four. Determining whether or not they're in a bad position. That, uh, that you're, by you're, the way, that's for people in Iowa. If you're listening, we're we're quoting verses here. Because only yeah. Iowans care about the Bible. No, it's a- <laughs> actually we get a lot of feedback. Why don't you guys don't do the Bible that much? And it's always from Iowa. <laughs> that's also not true. Guys, this has been terrific. Are Wait, what are you doing? I I don't know. I'm trying to move to FEMA. I have so much. I know. So much is going on in my life. I thought you had an appointment at 9.30. It's 9.33. <laughs> Speaking of numbers, man, we, we haven't talked about the number 11. <laughs> okay. It's still hanging around really? a little bit. Oh, I'd, well, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be now. Yeah, it's a we tease. Could, it's a tease. Yeah, we could do it maybe next. Would you do, do you have any further bows? Maybe next. Put a little uh, riff on the 11. <laughs> Saturday? Let's do it on Saturday. What? Yeah, in 11 days. Let's do it. <laughs> if I do it, you don't mean have sex with each other. <laughs> There's I mean, a bow. Words matter, Jeff. I mean, I just <laughs> need just Jeff, said do it. I just need Jeff to affirm me. You know, Jeff puts the firm in a firm. Mm. I, he, maybe he used to. He might need to see a doctor. Oh, that's an age joke, Jeff. You know the dirty secret is Jeff. I mean, he's older than us. <laughs> Wait a second. But you're not that older than us, but somehow you're just the old man. I have a funny though. I when I came home today from work, my wife's like, Oh my gosh, I went back and I looked at like pictures from like before we were dating until now. Oh my gosh, you can see how much you've changed. Oh god. <laughs> but she was talking referencing like when I came to Christ and like she was looking at pictures from the past and being like I actually knew where you were in your mind. Oh, she can see it in your eyes. And I could see the difference. And I saw the gray hairs. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting, though. You're gray now on the outside more, but inside, no wrinkles. <laughs> no gray. Back, back before you found Jesus, or dare I say Jesus found you, Somewhere in there, I totally forgot to say thank you, like to my wife, like my wife, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that. Roll into it. <laughs> my wife. I, I think I totally forgot. I went running after we had this conversation, and I, I'm like, my goodness, I, I was reflecting on our conversation. I'm like, I never even. She was really affirming me, like how much her husband has changed for the better in Christ and the life that we have. And I, I, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I owe my wife a, like, thank you. That's Oh, awesome. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that's the bow, folks. A very, I so regret this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very blue boyish bow on this conversation. Permission to engage feedback. <laughs> Do it. Better be good this time. So good. Whoa. Dan at Dan Coke at Bros Bibles Beer. Nathan Miller West. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Another awesome interview. Two more podcasts. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Come on. 
Come on, crater. Could have sworn I'd already listened to Pros Battles here before now, but I don't recall laughing this much before now. I think we read that one too. What was? No, we talked. Oh no, about Chris. That one. Chris. Chris Salt. Chris Salt. Man, that is strong. Chris At Svenisms. Svenisms. S V E N I S M S. That sounds on Twitter. Sven. What does it say, Jeff? I can't see. I'm too No, old. just read it. Oh. Could have sworn I'd already listened to it at Bros Bubbles before now, but I don't recall laughing this much before now. And it must have been a podcast that Scott did the entire thing. Thanks, Chris Holt. Probably. probably. Yeah. I did ask for clarification on, well, I'd, I mentioned, you know, laughing could be good or bad. Right. Be laughing at us or with us or for us. And he said he only laughs at the thing he loves. So. Oh. Nice. Oh, so it must have been you, Jeff. He <laughs> <laughs> brought up the the tweet. I only laugh at what I love. <laughs> at LeBron underscore Jacob. Go ahead, Scott. I give you permission to. <laughs> I realize that's how this sounds. Why did you do Don't it hate backwards? Me. It was Jake LeBron. They're like, eh. oh, sorry. His actual handle yeah, is yeah. okay. It's LeBran. I at Rose Bubbles Beer. I asked the guys over at at Post Bastards Podcast, but has beers in heaven ever been a topic of conversation? You know, Zach, I really can't believe what they served here in heaven today. I don't know about beers, but maybe Are wine. We dead? <laughs> I can't believe they only have this in bottles. I mean, God, little hey, something. That looks like this. Obama on on Jacob LeBran's uh, Twitter page. This- I'll just give him a plug too. He's from. He has a podcast too called A Wretch Like Me. Oh, cool! So check him out. Um, that's an interesting question. And check out the wretch. Actually, I think it is more interesting than on the surface. Like it'd be easy to say no or yes, but I don't know. Maybe we can chew on that and talk about it a little bit. Like, what is heaven actually like? Well, yeah, because I maybe Zach in Zach's view. Jacob, I want, in, I want you We're to know here. that I'm in heaven. <laughs> Shut up, Scott. And then, actually, I just got a tweet as we were talking. This is almost in real time. At Derek Blaylock tweeted me directly, at Zach Crater. Go ahead and follow me. Jeff. Brian for Zach. Are Jeff. you trying to break off from the podcast? <laughs> no, I just have my own Twitter account. You should get your own Twitter account. That way I can tag you and shit. I tried. Uh, he said, I agree. He's referring to our pr- most recent, and if you listen to this, it's probably two episodes ago, the prayer podcast, Powerful Prayer Propaganda. The three Ps. Episode 58. At Zach Crater, I agree with exactly what you said at an hour and 21 minutes in the prayer podcast. My mom died of Alzheimer's, and I would have fully believed God would heal um, it's hard on this Twitter. His next tweet was, I'd be an atheist. He didn't heal her. There's not a good track record of prayer and healing. I agree with you. So check out that podcast if you don't know what the context is for that. But appreciate that. Wow. Mr. At Derek Blaylock. That's a record scratch. Or is it? 
I'm breaking in here. I'm getting ready to post this episode, and we got some feedback in right after we recorded this. So instead of waiting until another couple weeks by the time we do another episode, I just wanted to break in here to read that feedback. So pardon the interruption. Sorry, Jeff. Doing this without you. You don't get to respond. Sorry, Scott. I have a really good friend who told me it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. So Jeff and Scott, please forgive me. Derek Blaylock also said on Facebook, he shared this on his personal profile. Very uh, honored that you would do that, Derek. Zach Crater hits the nail on the head with the thoughts slash struggles I've had with prayer for the past five years. Continually working through all of it, I haven't given up on prayer, but it has drastically shifted how I pray, when slash if I pray. And yes, a large part of it is due to my mom's fight with Alzheimer's. I'm rejecting, and then he, I think he quotes me, I'm guessing. I'm rejecting the genie God, and I'm figuring out a new way that is reconcilable, unquote. Thoughts at 121-ish, blog to come in the future. It's a great podcast to subscribe to if you have the time. Thank you. Derek. That's awesome. Appreciate the love. On Twitter, at Hyperbolic Mike said, in reference to a Twitter thread that had uh, our podcast, at Bros Bibles Beer, Inglorious Pastors, Holy Heretics, Twisted Sisters, and Not Your Pastors Podcast, he posted, you all have no idea how much your podcasts have impacted my wife and I. There's always a room for any of you at our home. Aww. Thanks, Mike. Also, at Kelly Search 79 on Twitter, at Bros Bibles Beer. Oh my goodness, I love the theme song. You are totes legit. Are we? Regardless, appreciate that. Alexis on Twitter, at LoveJoyFaith. That's at L-V-J-Y-Faith. I'm assuming that's LoveJoyFaith. Listening to this now, you really need to as well. And she shared our episode with Brandon Andrus on the end of the world. Awesome. Thank you. And last but not least, at Polly named Amanda on Twitter, had what I think she'd be okay with me calling a Twitter rant. And so I'm just going to go through all these tweets, um, which is impressive. These Twitter rants always impress me. Because you just got to keep your thoughts together and just keep typing and keep typing before people can respond. uh, Because you only get those 140 characters. So I'm impressed. She's listening to episode 58. At Bros Bibles Beer, continuing to listen to episode 58. A little horrified that Jeff said, and what is rape culture? Don't get me wrong. If you don't know, I'm glad you asked. But if you truly want to reach a diverse audience... If you want a woman's voices to be heard more on your podcast and to continue to be listeners, this is a topic you cannot be ignorant of. I'm glad Zach addresses the question, but I hope you continue to have conversations about it to learn more what it is and the causes, especially since rape culture affects so many women. I've never talked to a woman who hasn't been sexually molested or assaulted at least once in her life, myself included. Rape culture also has purity culture as a foundation in so many cases. And since purity culture was created by evangelical conservative men, I hope 
you can come to recognize how important it is for you to be more familiar with this topic, especially since two of you identify as evangelical, evangelical conservative. We, the women that you know, need you. We need you to be willing to stand up against rape culture because so many if of the people who perpetrate rape culture by nature won't listen to us, the women being damaged by it. But maybe they'll listen to you. One more thing, I'm so glad Joe from Drinking at Bible Study at Dab's Pod brought up rape culture. But if you're wanting someone on your podcast to teach you more about it then, and you don't bring in a woman to have that discussion with you before you continue the discussion with other guys, that's a huge problem. Because Zach was absolutely right. It's not his question to answer. If you bring another guy on to teach you about rape culture and not a woman, I am worried that would cause you to lose a lot of your female audience. I'm sorry. I know that's harsh. But guys, you both really need to see your privilege here if you don't already. You can afford to not know what rape culture is. Your wives or future wife in the case of Scott, don't have that luxury. Will you stand with us? Will you make this stand? Can you have a real vulnerable conversation about this and not get sidetracked by hermeneutic nitpicking that prevents you from really entering into real dialogue? I love that you all can disagree, but this is about the humanity of half of Earth's people. We women cannot afford to be just another... To, uh, reading... We women can't afford to just be another biblical talking point anymore, which is what so much of evangelical Christianity has reduced us to. End of rant. Amanda, that was a hell of a rant. I'm just going to leave that there for us to chew on. People can think about it. If you haven't heard that episode, you can listen to it, uh, dear listeners. And um, yeah, get back to us on this and whatever else we want to hear from you guys. Thank you so much should i try the record scratch again to show that we're we're going back to the episode i think that's where i wanted to push back on you zach yeah well ultimately everybody does right so in ultimate sense it's it's just uh, yeah so we don't need to do this again (laughs) yeah Well, but you know actually yeah that's great cut me off but continue on with the uh feedback no as you know, this, I let you have part of this podcast Bite too, me. so you can, go ahead, you have my permission, go ahead. How come we don't have shut up Zach on our, uh... somebody needs to say it emphatically and then maybe we'll work it out. Okay. Give me a soundbite, go ahead. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convicted. Uh, That's just stupid. Nice. True that. Thanks, Jacob. What were you going to say, Jeff? I don't know. Delete. You're going to push back on what Zach said. No, I know you want me to. Let's gain Prayer not having a good track record. Yeah, like, God could keep my, you know, people alive. You know, heal this. I mean, that's, he, Zach said, there isn't a very good track record on prayers being answered. But it's really our human, worldly desperation prayer. When we do that, because he was like, you know, it's about a hundred percent that that doesn't happen. Like people get saved from death when they were on their way out. 93 year old grandmother, she's going to, she's going to, she's going to die and she's dying of whatever, old age, cancer, whatever takes you. And it's like, 
please, Lord, let her live. Well, at some point, we all die, as you put it, Zach. So it's like, what's, is the prayer, the prayer is really a selfish, I mean, in my opinion, it's a selfish prayer. Because she's praying, God, take me. Right. <laughs> she might, she might <laughs> Like my, my grandmother at 82 or whatever she was, was like, I'm good. I'm so happy this life that I've lived and I know where I'm going. I'm like, man, that is, that's peace. I think California has assisted suicides again, or maybe we have for a while. I'm not sure. Probably. It's good for the government. <laughs> so I, I, my, my pushback was really like, I don't think we can count that in our uh, statistics of prayers not being answered because those, the, the prayers, I don't know the most part, I don't know if they line up with God's will. Like, we're all going to die, so God's will of, like, how about when we speak, when we pray, like, give me the peace of my grandmother passing. Like, put, I pray that she's in a place, which she was, that, you know, she knows where she's going. And it's amazing. And as opposed to like fighting, fighting life here on earth. Cause that's, as Zach was pointing out, then that's what everybody's doing. Like, please God keep, you know, heal the, heal this, heal this, heal this. And, and I don't want to sound, it's not a cynical, it's not from a cynical place. It's from, it's not even like, well, it's just reality guys. We all know that we die here and then we move on. Um, the prayer is that I hope, I hope I'm, I, I pray that I'm moving on to standing right in front of my creator and with a huge keg of beer. <laughs> Whew, would you tap that Zach? <laughs> Jeff words matter. Double IPA, please. Scott mentioned if I clink, if I clink with God, he's like, Jeff, whoo. You made it, brother. Good job, son. I'd be like, oh my God. This Literally. Is, this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Can I say it now? Literally, oh my God. <laughs> Jeff, guess what? Your buddies are two and six years away from being here. You guys are going to run the podcast, right? <laughs> uh, but thanks for the feedback. Yeah. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Or who else? You can follow Scott on Twitter at Bros Battles Beer. Oh, Scott. At Scott the Half Minority. I don't think I have it. This stupid Twitter. Didn't at Mr. Jeff Pearson 72. Really? Is that what it is? I don't know. Just search Jeff Pearson. It'll come up. He's got a picture of a squirrel and him hanging out. At Bros Babbles Beer. Bros Babbles Beer on Facebook. Instagram. I subdued that squirrel. iTunes, rate and review us, subscribe, tell a friend. That squirrel we're, whispered to me. We're growing in Japan. What does a Japanese squirrel sound like, Scott? <laughs> uh, I hope Scott gets email on that. <laughs> Hey, if you're out there, we love you. Seriously. We're, we love you. 
In Jesus' name. Hey, Shogun, my favorite movie Shogun. of all time. All right, just saying. Wrap it up, baby. <laughs>